Folk Talk. Good evening. It's good to be here tonight just to share this um, Friday night devotional for Mission Church. And just thank you for just giving me this opportunity. We're just um, back, um, back from a week of holiday down in Keswick. So we're back a couple hours ago. But um, I was preparing a message. Um, um, a couple of weeks ago just as a sermon but um, coming back tonight um, this, um, with this, I want to kind of share some thoughts with hearing on the, the WhatsApp group about the, 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 the March for Life that is taking place tomorrow um, which is taking place in, in London tomorrow um, and I know this kind of topic here at Vision Church, um, this kind of church and the people in the church um, feel strongly about um, about this issue and it's fantastic that um, a couple of the ladies are going down to London tomorrow and, and, and taking part of this march. I want to, my main kind of topic here tonight is of this devotional is um, we are fearfully and wonderfully made and I'm looking at um, Psalm 139 verses um, 13 to 16 verses Psalm 139 verses 13 to 16 I'll just um, pray first Father we just come before you I just ask you Lord just to Help me tonight as I preach this word. I know it's rushed, Lord, but I pray, the Lord, that it will be a blessing to others and a, a blessing to to those um, heading down to London tomorrow and also anyone that is considering um, a life of a, um, taking a life by abortion. So, Lord, just be with us tonight. Be with those listening to this. In Jesus' name, Amen. So we're looking at Psalm 139, verses 13 and 16. It reads here, For, for thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance is not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. And thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in countenance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. So, as you probably know, there is generally two views of abortion, either pro-choice or pro-life. But I have another one, and that is to be pro-exist. Many adults 
um, would see there is a, a moral presumption to have a have the choice of giving a a baby life or to abort, depending on your situation. And here in Scotland, it seems to be very easy to terminate a baby's life, where a where a life of a baby can be killed up to 20 weeks gestation or six months. I was looking at um, Proverbs um, chapter 6, chapter 6 verses 16 and 19 if you want to have a look there in your own time. But it reads here, um, there are six things that the Lord hates. Seven of them are an abomination to him. Whitey eyes, a lying tongue, and hands, hands that shed innocent blood, and a heart that is device, devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness to who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. God hates, God hates. The shedding of innocent blood and the Bible forbids it and it in another nineteen times in the scriptures. But also medical scientists scientists call call the unborn baby a fetus, but the Bible calls an un, an unborn baby a child. And as we see in Genesis twenty five verse twenty two. And the children struggled together within her, and she said, "It, and if it be so, why am I thus?" And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the next verse down tells us of two distinct individual babies in the womb, being Esau and Jacob. And a child that dies before it is born. It's called an infant in Job 3, verse 16. And it says here, Or as unhidden, ultimately, ultimately stillborn birth, I had not been as infants which never saw light. If the doctor or a nurse kills the medical term, the medical term, um, a fetus, they're actually killing an infant child. And Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says here, Jeremiah was called to, he was called, he was called to be a prophet in the womb. And also we know of John the Baptist um, was filled with the Holy Spirit when Elizabeth heard the salutation or the greeting of Mary. In Luke 1, verse 15, and also verses 44 and so on. But, but um, here in Psalm 139, verse 14, it says, I will praise thee. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. So let's consider 
just a few of the miraculous things that are happening as a baby develops in the mother's womb, in, the, in its mother's womb. By the 21st day, the baby's heart begins to beat. And by day 45, the brain waves are detected. And by eight to nine weeks, the baby eyelids, eyelids are forming and hair starts to grow. And by nine to 10 weeks, the baby starts to suck its thumb, jump up in the womb and frowns and swallows and moves its tongue. And by weeks 12 to 13, the baby has fingernails and it has its own, own unique fingerprints. The baby has arteries present and with a <coughs> cough, its vocal cords are complete. And by 15 weeks, the baby has full taste buds. And by 16 weeks, the baby has eyebrows and flickering eyelashes. The baby can grasp its hands, kick and even somersault. And by week 20, the baby can hear and recognise their mother's voice. So I could go on, but, but having, having a baby is precious. It's supernatural. As Psalm 127 verse 3 says, Low children are a heritage to the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. The baby, the baby in the womb doesn't belong to the mother. It belongs to God. So let's look at verses 13 to 16. And as we read of an all-powerful, unopponent God in creation, as we were formed in our mother's womb, where we will look at the at God's power displayed in the womb. Our first point: God forms the child's. God forms the child's organs. It reads here in verse 13, Thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. David speaks about how God has, has possessed or formed. And this is where he, he builds the character, the uniqueness of, of our reins, our inward parts. This kind of speaks of our rings, the inward parts, are the deepness, deepness of our kidneys. That kind of deepness in our body, in the inward parts. But this speaks of how God, from the time we were conceived, knew everything about us and was starting to form us. As a sperm hits the egg, it creates a zygote. Um, conception takes place and immediately turns grey. And this is where you get the term called the grey matter. And the cells are divided into two, to four, to eight, to sixteen, and so it's and so on. But it's making a structure called the morala, 
and Latin for mulberry, mulberry because it looks like berry-like. But David in his praise says, Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Covered me here means to, to weave, to braid, where God has weaved and braided us together. So God has a plan for David. He has a plan for David's life as he has grown in his mother's womb. And so God has a plan for us. And secondly, God forms the child's body fearfully and wonderfully made in verse 14. We are made marvelous, meaning that we are, are we are made we are made differently, just like a snowflake, as the, as the flake looks the same, but under a microscope, each flake has a different shape. And by like by the just like the by the the twelve to the thirteenth week the baby has fingernails. It has its own unique fingerprints. Just like a snowflake, a baby and every person in the world has it is unique and is fearfully and wonderfully made. And even even identical twins. There is a difference in fingerprints. So so while they may might look the same, they are they are different. They are unique. They have separate personalities and they are still unique individuals. And God doesn't make clones. So thirdly, God forms the child's bones. It's in verse 15, um, it's my substance. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and coarsely wrought in the lowest part of the earth. As David, as David carries on in the psalm, he is saying, my substance, my bones, my skeleton, as in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 5, as you know not, as you, as you do not know that, as you do not know what is in the way of the wind or how the bones grow in the womb of her who is with child. So you don't know the works of God who makes everything. And we are curiously wrought in the in the in the lowest parts of the earth the root of curiosities wrought in something that is it is so intricate and embroidered as verse 16 as we come to finish here kind of says here in verse 16 your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and God sees the child in the womb from the very beginning. The moment the sperm and the egg collide, God sees the finished product. He knows exactly who that person will be. 
And David goes on to acknowledge that God has known him from the womb and has known all his days, those who have passed and those who have yet to come. God has known it all from the start. And I want to encourage encourage us to, to take a few minutes and think about the, the sanctity and the sacredness of life. We are privileged to know the one who formed us and to know that even before we were formed, God had a plan for our lives. We are made in the image of God and each of us is known by him intimately. And at times in the life of David, he had suffered bouts of apparent depression and sadness, but he, he remembers how valuable his life is to God, to the God of heaven. And if you ever feel like your life has no value or purpose, or if you're searching for some, searching for meaning, read through the Psalms, medi meditate on them, and consider for a moment just how precious you are to God, who formed you from the beginning. So tomorrow, as you're at home tonight, this think of tomorrow let us pray for the March for Life taking place in London. But also let's spend some time tomorrow praying for the women who are at this moment in in this time considering abortion. But let's pray that those who will be moved, that will be moved to choose life for their babies. And let's also pray for the women who have had abortions and who live with regret and trauma from their experience. So let's lift them before the Lord and pray for that their, their redemption and healing. Only God can heal and restore. But for those who turn to him, there is mercy, forgiveness, and restoration. Okay, thank you.